Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Locked On NHL. If you need more hockey news every day, then Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories in game recaps on Locked On NHL. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, August 20th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. To start off the show here today, I'm going to pick up right where I left off on yesterday's episode as I still have three players left from the Blackhawks 2021 NHL draft class that I got to talk about before finish things up. And then uh, hopefully next week or either the week after that, I'll be having a special guest on the show to talk a little bit more about all these prospects. But for those of you who haven't taken a listen to yesterday's episode yet, I definitely recommend doing so before today because in part one, I broke down the first five selections that the Blackhawks made in the draft, including first round pick Nolan Allen and second round pick Colton Dock, the brother of up and coming superstar Kirby Dock for the Blackhawks. They got the Dock brothers, they got the Jones brothers, uh, they went with the brother theme for a a couple of days there. And I'll be talking a little bit more uh, about those guys on the show here today. But for the most part, all the discussion on the higher round picks for the Blackhawks came yesterday. So be sure to go and check that out if you haven't yet. But as for who we have left in the Blackhawks 2021 NHL draft class, starting with their lone pick in the sixth round at number 172, they took 20-year-old overager Ilya Safinov, a 6'4", 205-pound left-handed center for Akbars in the KHL. If you go and look at Safinov's numbers over his career, nothing about his offensive game really is going to stand out to you. Last year, he had... Four points in 37 games in the KHL, uh, seven points in 41 games in the VHL the year prior, the second league over in Russia. He was only 18 years old at that point in his career, uh, second division over in Russia, in Russia, that's not easy competition, uh, so, so not bad, but nothing, you know, jumping off the page here, but for the size and the compete level that Safinov provides, that's really what drew in the Blackhawks. I've seen... A couple of scouting reports now, one from, I know, Corey Pronman I was just looking at not too long ago, um, and a few others, and they all really mentioned about, they all really mentioned just how strong and 
physical Safanov is in front of the net in order to kind of cause some havoc and try to either set a screen for a teammate or cash in on potential second and third opportunities off of a rega- uh, off of a rebound. That's really where uh, Safanov can make a difference in the offensive part of things. Uh, again, though, the problem for him, like essentially all the Blackhawks picks in this year's draft, the skating is just not there for Safanov. But not only is it a huge question mark, most scouts say it's well below NHL level at this point. So probably more so than any other player I've done some research on in these Blackhawks picks, Safanov is the one who probably needs to improve his skating the most. But due to his size and also uh, his ability in front of the net, he also, he's not a bad player with the puck on his stick. He, he's not quick, but he has good hockey IQ and good instincts in order to make things happen. But due to his lack of speed, that's only going to get harder and harder as the game gets faster with each level. So if he doesn't, you know, work on his pace, his playmaking ability is essentially going to diminish and he's going to have to rely on his shot in order to carry him up to the next level. Um, but one thing I also had to mention about Ilya Safinov is that, by the way, interestingly enough, going back to December at the World Juniors, he actually was the player that collided with Kirby Doc and wound up breaking his wrist. I mean, it was a freak accident, of course. Um, but it, you gotta admit, it's still a little odd that the Blackhawks selected him after that happened. I, I mean, it could have happened to anyone, I get that. Um, but it, of course, it, it comes full circle, and now there's a chance that it, somehow in the future, uh, if Safanov, I know he's a six-round pick, but uh, if he puts things together, you know, who knows if he and Kirby Dot could be teammates or in a camp or something, if they're going to have a conversation. I, I don't think it would be weird or anything between those players. Like I said, that's seriously could have happened to anyone at any time. It really was a freak accident. But again, it's just weird how it all came full circle in that incident. But uh, I'm going to assume that, you know, knowing that Safanov was the one who broke Doc's wrist, I'm going to assume that the Blackhawks, they must have liked him a lot in order to take him after that happened. So um, we'll see, you know, how long it's going to be until he comes over to North America or uh, if he's just going to be the latest Russian Blackhawks draft pick that we're going to be talking about here for the next, you know, five to ten years, a.k.a. Max Shilinov uh, 2.0. But then in the seventh round, the Blackhawks, they had two picks. First, at number 204, they took six-foot-one right-handed defenseman Connor Kelly from the University of Minnesota Duluth, where this past season he was a freshman teammate of Blackhawks' 2020 third-round pick Wyatt Kaiser put together a really strong campaign for UMD. Uh, Kelly, another big body defensive defenseman here for the Hawks. Common theme, if you couldn't tell by now. Mostly his scouting report talks about his good hockey sense, strong ability in his own zone, uh, can use his size to his advantage in order to play a shutdown role. He did that for the U.S. national program for a couple of years. Um, But just like Nolan Allen and Ethan Del Mastro, Not a whole lot of offensive upside to project here for Kelly. In fact, in 138 games for the U.S. national program over two years, Connor Kelly scored one goal. 
Although this past season for Minnesota Duluth, he did chip in for three goals and two assists for five points in 25 games, which if you look at his stats, that's a serious uptick in what he was providing in the years prior, sadly. So um, with no real offensive upside to his game, you know, it's just hard to project if there's any real NHL potential here. He's got to be so good defensively if he wants to make it to that level. Um, And considering that uh, none of his other tools are, are really standout material, hence him being a seventh round pick, you know, it's hard to see that being in in the cards here with Connor Kelly, but who knows? Seventh round picks, always shots in the dark. Um, and then with their final pick in the 2021 NHL draft, 14 picks later at number 216, the Blackhawks took Jalen Lupin, a 5'10", 150-pound center from the Edmonton Oil Kings, the powerhouse of the Western Hockey League the past couple of seasons. For his size, Lupin gets a lot of credit for his scrappiness and his ability to work hard off the puck and win some battles despite being usually uh, the small one of the smallest players on the ice. Uh, and this past year, finally, his third in the WHL, he actually put up some decent offensive numbers with 16 goals and 13 assists for 29 points in 23 games played. Uh, in his past two seasons, his 16 and 17-year-old seasons, not a whole lot going on offensively, which led to him being undrafted last year. but. His third season in the WHL, for sure his best. He's shown that he has a good all-around game that can lead to him being a factor in many different different ways, and he proved that he could be a useful a useful player for a good Oil Kings team these last few years. Uh, again, seventh-round picks, they're always gambles, but you definitely like to see the combination of some skill with and without the puck here for Jalen Loop, and it feels like a solid pick to round things out for the Blackhawks, their eighth and final pick here in the 2021 NHL Draft. All right, that takes care of my deeper dive into the Blackhawks' final three selections in last month's NHL Draft. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about a little bit of an update from Scott Wheeler of The Athletic on Blackhawks' 2020 second-round pick, Drew Camesso. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball has taken over for the summer. For all the baseball fans out there, this time of the year is heaven for all of you. Football season is right around the corner, though. You got to start getting those future bets in. And also, UFC is in full swing all year round. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our exclusive promo code locked on that's one word in all caps to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts
Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just got done finishing up my deeper dive into the Blackhawks' final three picks in the 2021 NHL Draft. We'll have much more on all their selections here on the show throughout the next couple of weeks. But moving on now, I wanted to be sure to talk about a recent article from Scott Wheeler of The Athletic on his current NHL top 10 goaltender prospects. No surprise that... Yaroslav Askarov, Spencer Knight, Jesper Walstead, and Sebastian Kossa, all first-round picks in the last three years. Those four lead the way for Wheeler in his top 10 list. But coming in at number eight was Blackhawks' 2020 second-round pick, Drew Comesso, who just completed his freshman season with Boston University after playing for the United States National Program for a couple of years leading up to the draft. His 18-year-old season with the USDP is really what boosted him all the way up the draft board and eventually got him going to the Hawks at number 46. He posted a 920 save percentage, 2.05 goals against average. Those were some of the best numbers in that that the U.S. national program has seen in quite a while. And then this past season as a freshman at BU, Comesso followed that up by being really sturdy once again for being only 18 years old in his 11 starts for the Terriers, he posted a 6-3-1 record along with a 2.99 goals against average and 9.15 save percentage. And going forward, he should only take on a bigger and bigger role as he, you know, starts to become an upperclassman at Boston University. But getting into what Wheeler had to say about Comesso and why he had him at number 8 on his list, first... He just really likes how Comesso is so reliable and makes all the saves that he should from game to game. He's got, um, he's just re- really consistent for being so young. He's very smart and, and and stable. He does a really good job of cutting down angles, and he can also be quick on his feet in order to make the athletic save from time to time if he needs to. Um, and despite having below average size, which I guess six foot two is below average these days for netminders. I don't see it that way, but uh, that's how Wheeler put it in his article. Um, but for not having the best size, I guess I should say, um, Comesso, he, he does a good job of not letting that lead to him getting beat in the top parts of the net because he's so good at cutting down those angles and those lines on a shooter consistently. Wheeler said there aren't really any tools of Comesso's that are A-plus material, or as I've put it throughout the past couple of days, nothing that really stands out or wows you about this game, but at, at, uh, nothing that really wows you about his game, but at the same time, there also isn't a whole lot to nitpick here either. He's now put together back-to-back impressive campaigns at two different levels, and again, he's still only 19 years old, very raw in terms of his development, goaltenders more so than any position. They they take a while to develop in. Um, in order to become an elite level goaltender, usually, unless you're a, a Spencer Knight or a Carter Hart, usually you need a lot of game experience before being uh, at that high caliber, high caliber level night in and night out. Uh, that's probably what it's going to take for Comesso to, to get NHL ready. Um, he's, he's, again, 19 but he's probably going to play at least three years, I would assume, at Boston University, and maybe even four. 
Uh, so still probably several years away from even being in the conversation for NHL ready. But until then, I believe the Blackhawks are in good hands with Kevin Lankinen still probably being the guy for the future. Um, and that's still assuming that, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury's stint with the club is in fact only going to be for the one season that he has remaining left on his contract. All right, that takes care of a quick little update that I wanted to share on Blackhawks. 2020 second round pick Drew Comesso cracking Scott Wheeler's top 10 goalie prospects list. Coming up in just a minute, are the Coyotes finally on the move out of Arizona? But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and you can even choose the brands, the specifications, and the prices that you prefer. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. I also need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar, they got some great classic flavors right now like salted caramel, double chocolate, uh, they also have coconut, a couple of new flavors out right now like strawberry and grasshopper cookie, which is really good if you're a fan of mint. And they also have cookies and cream, cherry barcia, and many more flavors, all of which are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's a capital L in LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out Built Bar for a delicious and healthy snack option, and be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I just wrapped up a quick update on Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Comesso. Before I finish up the show here today, for just a minute, I wanted to be sure to mention probably the biggest news surrounding the National Hockey League at the moment, which is that the city of Glendale, Arizona, officially will not renew its operating agreement with the Arizona Coyotes past the 2021 2022 NHL season, which will effectively end the team's 18-year run in the city and at Gia River Arena. Wow. And before I talking <clears throat> before I start talking about a couple of potential new options for the Coyotes to call home, first, this actually 
could affect the Chicago Blackhawks here, ladies and gentlemen, because don't forget, with the Seattle Kraken officially joining the NHL for this upcoming year, the Arizona Coyotes have now moved over to the Central Division in order to kind of even things out. And if you've been keeping up with the Coyotes this offseason, I mean, they've basically sold their whole team away at this point. They're, they're damn near locked in to be a bottom five team next season and potentially longer considering, you know, how that franchise operates things. But now that they are on the move from Glendale and could be on the move from Arizona and the Southwest region as a whole, you know, who knows what their future is going to be in. If it's going to be in the Central Division or are they only going to be here for just one season? And with the Central Division being back to normal for this upcoming season, we got the St. Louis Blues, the Minnesota Wild, the Winnipeg Jets, Colorado Avalanche, Dallas Stars. I mean, it's no cakewalk. You get rid of Arizona and that could take away, you know, potentially a couple of surefire wins for the Hawks these next couple of years. Um, however, two of the top options out there for Arizona right now, one of them still is Phoenix, which, you know, considering all the hard work that they've put in these last 20, nearly 20 years to, to get that fan base committed and drawn into the team, I really do hope they stay out there in the desert. Now that there's 32 NHL clubs, we don't need any more expansion teams or anything. Um, for the sake of that fan base and I, I as someone who went to school in Missouri and saw the Rams get taken away from St. Louis, you know, I, I know how horrible that can be for a fan base and how it can just, you know, crush your love for the sport as a whole. So I hope that doesn't happen to them. I hope they do ultimately remain in Phoenix. Um, but another option that could keep them potentially in the central division is Houston. And, you know, if they were to ro relocate to Houston, you know, um, that would make things, it, it would make things easy. You know, I would assume that they would just remain in the central division along with the Dallas Stars, who obviously are also located in Texas. So um, there are a couple options out there for Arizona where they could stay in the central. Um, but a few other names or a few other cities, I guess I should say, that I've seen thrown out there. Uh, first one, Quebec City, which obviously uh, some people out there have been dying to see a team move to Quebec City for a while now. It seems like there's been talks for... Ever since I've been a fan of the NHL, I, I've heard people wanting to have a team back in Quebec City. Um, I've also seen Hamilton, Ontario mentioned. Uh, Hartford has been brought up. They're, they're always brought up when there's an expansion team. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I really doubt a team is going to go back there. I hate, hate to break it to those people, but just wasn't uh, much of a, a fan base in order to draw in any revenue in Hartford. Um, so all in all, I'd probably guess that Houston, Phoenix, or Quebec City are the three most likely options at this point for the Coyotes organization. But it's crazy to think that, you know, after talk about this for all these years, you know, the, the Coyotes could finally be on the move out of Arizona. Uh, again, for the sake of their fan base, I hope that doesn't happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, business is business and shouldn't come as a surprise at this point. This league is all about money, and sadly, the Coyotes haven't been able to muster up much of that or also any real sustained success since joining the NHL. Uh, let's be honest, the organization's been a dumpster fire 
for the past year or two. The rebuild, it was actually looking good for them uh, going a couple of years back, but then um, we've been hearing about all this stuff about what's been going on behind closed doors. There were the controversial front office changes. There was the stuff about the combine, which cost them their first round pick this year. It just hasn't painted a good image for the Coyotes recently. Uh, So I do wonder if those things will ultimately make this club, you know, kind of just want to cut their losses and move on from Arizona and get a fresh start in a new city and just have a, a new fan base, sadly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, August 20th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, get more of the sports news that you need in less time with our Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes by following Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is Mailbag Monday. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone, go and enjoy your weekend. And thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.